0: All right, guys, I'm James O'Neill, your host of the O'Neill Ops podcast, and this is the place where we break it down. We go into detail with the equipment that we use and how we use that equipment application specific. Last podcast we did was with Gunworks, and this one's going to be something along a similar line, but also completely different. So today, what we're going to be going over is a custom-built air rifle from Utah Air Guns. And I, I'm just going to give you guys kind of a brief rundown real quick on what my mindset was on, on trying to get my hands on one of these rifles. Okay, this was when COVID hit last year, I believe. I'd have to look back in my Instagram but, uh, or my messages, but I, I want to say it was like in February or even March, I got a hold of Utah air guns and they're going to be, they'll be chiming in here real soon. And what I wanted to do was get my hands on a rifle that was very accurate. That was very precise. But what I was thinking in my mind was trigger time. Okay. I knew what was going to happen. I'm, I'm not saying that I, I, I know everything, but look at what's going on right now with, with powder, with primers with ammo it's tough it's crazy and this is something that you can shoot using air no no ammo at all and i'll tell you what fellas i grew up i, I grew up shooting air guns that's that's one of my first guns an auto air two co2 pistol uh powerline 880 daisy uh put a scope on it made my own makeshift uh, pvc suppressor for it just you know all sorts of things and uh, it's something that I've always been around. And then I would say I don't like to wor- use the word graduated from, but I kind of grew away from it because then you know, you get into the firearms side of things. You get into the 22s, you get into the 223s, you get into the the precision rifles, the hunting rifles. And the air gun, for me, it just went by the wayside. And if I could tell you, what this thing was capable of i would have never believed it in ever believed the precision that this thing is capable of and and for the, those of you guys that are listening on the anchor platform if you go to the youtube channel you'll be able to see this gun sitting on the table in front of us completely ridiculously accurately precise we pulled this out and the first groups that i shot at 50 yards were not kidding, all in the same hole, all in the same hole. And I was like, you got to be, you got to be joking. I tried to get into like the Gamo style or Gamo or Benjamin style break barrel rifles. And you might get a three or four inch group at 20 yards. And this is just more accurate than any 22 long rifle that I've ever even used. And the sound suppression is unreal. It's hard to believe quieter than any suppressed 22 subs, just as quieter, quieter so with that guys i'm gonna get justin and austin from utah air guns on and uh kind of have them introduce themselves because i just wanted to break the ice and and give you guys an idea of why i i kind of wanted to get into this this air gun thing and and a lot of it too was for my kids my kids love to shoot they love to hunt and and this is an awesome sport and awesome venue, which my oldest has been into the firearms already quite a bit. And he's only at 12 years old, but this is a whole different ball game. It's completely different. So, Hey Austin, are you in uh, or Justin, are you in Austin there?
1: We are. Hey man. That's
0: we good. are. Awesome. Got good. Glad you guys held. I hopefully I didn't ramble on too long there. So why don't you guys, I can hear you guys. Good, John. You can hear him. Good. Can not you? Yep. Why don't you guys, in introduce yourselves, Wh- whoever wants to go first, just go for it. We're just going to, you know, kind of have some fun and BS here and, and explain to me what you guys did, you know, to start the business that you have, what you're, uh, just, just go from there and then we'll go into detail.
1: Okay. Um, all right. So my name is Justin Jacobson. Um, I'm with Austin James. We're the owners of Utah air guns. Um, so, we, how we got into it, I guess, so I started um, back in the beginning, I actually owned a convenience store, <laughs> and um, I was just really into the air guns, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to just try and, you know, get a couple of accounts with, with some vendors and see, you know, know I, I saw that some of the requirements were like a brick-and-mortar storefront was a huge one. I was like, well, I have that. <laughs> so um, I actually just started selling them by, you know, just word of mouth out of my community store. And, you know, I'd go. There was a dairy like five minutes away from my from my community store, and I would just say, you know, you'd be telling people about the guns. I'd say, you know what? It's easier just to say, load up. We're going to go to the dairy real fast, and let we'll you shoot, and then you buy one. <laughs> and that's uh, that's how it got started. Um, and then you know, as that progressed, it got busier and busier and it kind of got a little bit awkward for, uh, you know, having, you know, stand around with air guns in the convenience store. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, yeah, we probably had to separate this. And, uh, so I started another, you know, we, we opened a new location. that was just Utah air guns and, um, and, uh, started, you know, started growing from there and started building an online presence. And that's where this guy sitting next to me came in, um, You know, I was, you know, I'm good at a lot of things, but, uh, but, um, setting up e-commerce and websites and and doing all that, uh, was not my gig, but Austin here, that's where he came in and really, um, kind of rocketed us into the, into the market that way. Um, so, um yeah definitely, definitely a group effort. <laughs> but, so uh, so yeah.
0: so like austin was like so austin's the kind of the 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 media side of th- like media side of things if you will
1: Yeah, yeah piece of it kind of like the operations um our commerce website
0: okay gotcha, um, gotcha. All
1: that stuff so <clears throat> yeah we had a specific media guy unfortunately left so we're <laughs> we're looking if anyone's Interested in, cool
0: yeah you know, we'll... we're
1: uh, definitely looking but we yeah we're kind of doing i do some of that right now um and yeah it was about three years ago justin came to me he's telling me about the guns, and just like most people like who know nothing about him first time i saw him shot him i was like blown away <laughs> and uh he's telling me like how much they sell for and i was like there's no way right <laughs> for a pelican and uh went out and shot him and i was like all right i need to to get in on this and be involved and yeah, it was about three years ago, and it's taken off. It's
0: been awesome. Yeah. So, and
1: and the background how we met was he's actually family. He he's my wife's cousin. So. Oh, yeah, that's,
0: that's that works good then.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. It, hey, um, Justin, yeah. you were you t- or you told me that that uh. You had a bunch of followers on. Was it on in, on Instagram? Wasn't it? Yeah. A while ago and then what happened with that
1: so um Cameron our media guy at the time he just came up to me one morning he said hey man would you did you like hide our Instagram or something And I said what are you what are you talking about he said I can't it's not there I went to post on it and it's just not there and um so I pulled it up and yeah it wouldn't pull up our Instagram so Instagram had deleted our account um or we still don't know why because we could never actually talk to a human being we went through the appeals process with emails and uh, sending documentation to to instagram and never actually got to talk to a human being which is really frustrating but we never got any warnings any strikes it was just gone one day and so you know it used to be just that easy you know you tire guns and so after trying and trying, we finally had to just start a new Instagram and start from scratch and so you know now it's Utah underscore airguns. Um but it's been tough to get it back. I think a lot of people assume they still just follow us. Um
0: but uh yeah. So yeah,
1: it was misfortune. I don't know what happened, but you know what? What do you do?
0: <laughs> it's a, that's a that's yeah. a sucky situation.
1: Yeah. So kind of so, weird because it was linked to our Facebook. Our Facebook account was fine, but the Instagram got swiped. So who knows?
0: Yeah, that's a that's a tough one to kind of recoup from when you have that many. A lot of the guys will will you know grab you back and follow you again, but it's still a lot of work that you gotta you gotta go back and redo basically. So what do you guys? Uh, what's your specialty? I I know you. you I know that you, what you yeah. guys, I know what you do personally, but explain it, what you do and, and how you guys, what, what's so much different about Utah air guns and what you sell and how you do it?
1: Yeah, I appreciate you asking that. So, um, well, so our wheelhouse, I've, it's kind of funny. It, it's almost more simple than, <laughs> than, uh, strategic because I would just push the things that like we really liked, or products that we used all the time. We're like, hey, let's let's push this because we like it. But um, our wheelhouse, we you know, we didn't want to be like any of our other competitors. We just wanted to have our own um, our our own unique look and um, branding and and how we wanted to do things. And basically, we took the approach of um, we we primarily focus on on the high end stuff, but um, the difference between us and and anybody else is when these high end guns come in, um, we go through every single one so before we ever ship these out to a client, we always are we we air them up, we air check them um, for uh, several days, making sure there 's no loss in air pressure or anything like that, and then we 'll actually shoot them we 'll cycle them check. You know, run them through the chronograph, make sure everything's up to snuff that way, make sure the accuracy is where we would expect it. And if it comes down to if we if people want specific projectiles, you know, they want a gun tuned, uh, which the air guns are tunable on, on a lot of the high-end stuff. We tune them for, you know, if they want tuned for this green, this make of slug, then we'll make sure that um, we tune it for that the best results with that particular
2: projectile. So
1: it's unique. I don't know of anywhere else in even the firearms industry that does that much.
2: So you're doing like a basically secondary quality control, a whole nother level of it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then, um, you know, another thing that was kind of a niche thing for us in the industry is we customize, uh, we do all kinds of custom, uh, Parts, accessories, um, performance kits, um, and then you know we do a lot of hydro hydro dip and Ceracoat coat options, um, custom parts. You know, you know, as you on your gun there, I can't see it, but I know what it is. <laughs> um, you know, you have custom parts. You have a custom ARCA extended rail on the bottom. You've got the you know custom buttstock and um, you know custom Sarah and, and stuff that makes it look that much more appealing as well so um yeah that's kind of what set us apart from everyone
0: that's really understandable that's and and that's kind of one of the things that turned me on with you guys is like what you said you, you're kind of catering to the higher end I, these things aren't cheap and and rightfully so i mean in general rule of thumb is you get what you pay for and and it's it's crazy I, I i'll tell you what man i'm on quite a few well a couple a couple internet forums and one of them's uh, a predator forum called predator masters. And I made one post and I bet I had four or five guys asking me about them. And one of the fellows I think oh. was going to buy one, but you know, in, in it, it's just crazy. The, the quality that these are, maybe when we get towards the end of this, uh, we'll kind of do a breakdown for the guys that are watching this on YouTube on this rifle that, awesome. that's sitting here, you know? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hammer through it real quick. Cause it's, it's a slick setup, but, let's go over i've got a a list of questions here and you guys i'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna pretend to know anything about the quality this is <laughs> this the the advancement the technology or, or whatever everything that goes into these rifles is compared to what i was used to is is ridiculous and so like i said you, you get us into firearms where we're messing with neck tension or you know ladder testing uh, powder charges, different primers. Yeah. Also, yeah. That, that's a little different, but that's essentially what you guys are doing to an air gun rifle to enhance its performance. And so a lot of guys out there are going to be like, what, what, are you, what, what are you guys talking about? So let's let's inform <laughs> them. We've got a whole list of questions here that's kind of run through them. And you can take you know a couple minutes and hammer through each one and just give guys a, a ton of info. So, I'd love to. Yeah. So uh, you you have a PCP air gun. What is it?
1: Okay, so PCP. It's not uh, <laughs> a drug. <a, a laughs> it's not a drug gun. Uh, um, no. It stands for precharged charged pneumatic. So what that means is these guns are precharged with high-pressure air. They have an onboard tank or cylinder, um, which you know average anywhere from 3,000 to 3,800 PSI, and then they are regulated down, you know, to an operating pressure that is optimal for the gun, and um, so the cool thing, you know, the, a pre-charged gun compared to, say, like, like you talked about, you know, you had Gamos and stuff like that, you're like, man, I can't get to see to shoot, uh, the biggest difference is they don't run on a great big, like, ram piston, you know, something that's you know, they tear up your scope in 10 shots and stuff like that. These are all done on precision air valving. So there's a hammer that opens a valve with a burst of air that propels the uh, pellet or slug, whatever you're shooting out the barrel. Um, But you mentioned, um, you know, when you compare it to like, Hey, you got to, you know, with firearms, some of the precision stuff is like, you know, like you said, neck size, you know, you know, Tight room chambers, um, you know, getting the right uh, ladder charts on on barrels for um, you know charge rates, you know, powder speeds, stuff like that. Air guns are actually no different that way as far as the result because uh, with a precharged air gun, we actually will tune and control. So the dwell time of the valve so it's basically like tuning for say in comparison to like a slow burning powder versus a fast burning powder you know it's how do we control a really sharp hard burst of air that's short or do we need to lengthen that burst out and smooth it out all depends on that barrel you know like just like a ladder chart you you, we find out what works best for that projectile and that barrel that length of barrel that twist rate you know just like everything that goes into a firearm which some people just went, What the hell is this guy talking about? <laughs> so I don't I probably should simple it down a little bit. But um anyway that's what they are. They are um an air gun that shoots very, very quiet. There's no recoil and they are insanely accurate because of the barrel technology and the precise, you know, air burst that you can control with them. So pretty cool.
2: <laughs> I had a question. You said uh, they don't tear up scopes in 10 rounds. I was going to ask you about that. So, so a lot of people might not know, and I don't even know, uh, you can't put regular scopes on spring rifle, spring BB guns, right?
1: Correct. All right. Um, the reason is the way those work is, like, say, a brake barrel. When you break that barrel down, you're cocking a great big spring. You're compressing a giant coil spring with a piston on the end, it goes into a valve you know that then goes into the barrel so uh, what happens is when you pull that trigger that whole spring just goes flying forward and smacks at the end and so you get a recoil on the scope going forward and backwards and um, scopes aren't meant you know regular rifle scopes are not meant to be struck that way and it will absolutely destroy the regular scope whereas a precharged gun there's no large moving parts uh, It's just a small hammer and valve and you wouldn't you wouldn't really even know that that had happened in the gun
2: <laughs> so, so i could throw my night force on this whereas that might not that's, be the case with a different gun absolutely yeah exactly so
1: yeah that that's the reason why you can't do that on on the springer type guns so,
0: so okay uh i think you kind of filled in do you want to go into uh, any more details on on how they actually work, or do you think you covered that on that question?
1: yeah, um so that's I mean, I guess I probably explained enough I hope yeah um, most of them yeah, so they are repeaters, most of the precharged guns are repeaters, so um they have a magazine you every time you cycle the you know, whether it has a bolt or a side lever, every time you cycle that, it loads a pellet, and shoots. So there's no, um, you know, there's no time between where you have to air up, do anything. It just shoot, repeat, shoot, repeat. So yeah.
0: And when I got That's this, perfect. when what we were trying to figure out when I got this was, uh, I, like I said, I I was honestly intimidated when I got this with the, you know, the the air canister the and then you yeah s-
1: that's that's you, understandable <laughs> you you
0: sent me a couple other uh, a larger ones so that i could you know refill this one pretty easily and i was yeah. i was like gosh dang man i don't want to blow nothing up but it's it, it, it I did it quick easy and it's got your it's got a meter yeah. on the side your pressure gauge and shoot man it it takes a second it takes a lot not even a minute to do
1: yeah i'm glad you brought up the air tank that makes me feel stupid i completely skipped that process <laughs> it's probably the <laughs> the number one question we get like someone coming new into it is all right so how do I fill it right yeah and I think a lot of people kind of are intimidated at first but it really is pretty pretty simple pretty easy process so
0: if easy I as soon as I got it I plugged you look at it one end you look at the other end you plug them in you slowly turn the valve on and then when you're done you bleed the other valve so that when you I was I think I looked on YouTube and some guy popped it off without bleeding the valve and it said it'll it won't hurt nothing but it'll scare the hell out of you so it's simple <laughs> simple deal
1: yeah yeah it, yeah it's super simple it can be intimidating because you're thinking like okay well my fill bottle has 4500 psi in it um how's this going to work but yeah. um, really simple process yeah
0: and so, uh i i my, what i got to do is i think what i i just need I, for as much as this thing is much as you can just hammer with this is I'm would just like to invest in a compressor.
1: Yeah. Um, having your own. Yeah. Having your own high pressure compressor is a nice feeling. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. But if you live in areas where, you know, you're out in the middle of,
0: you know, Nowhere. North Bend, BFB. Yeah, exactly, hundred so, percent.
1: Yeah. It, you know, but if you're, if you're in uh, more, uh, you know, densely populated however you want to say it um bigger cities where they have paintball stores they have air gun shops they have uh fire stations fire stations scuba scuba shops shops, any of those things where you can just fill your air reservoir your big tank your fill tank um that works out great because it's just super simple it's generally really cheap it's like you know 10 to 15 bucks to fill your giant bottle and then you're going to fill your gun you know, several times, basically you get, you know, you're looking 700 to a thousand shots per fill on that big bottle. So
0: that's a good, that's a but good, but having a info.
1: compressor is
0: awesome. <laughs> What's a number give, give some guys some ideas on what a compressor cost.
1: So um, the type of compressors you would use to, if you wanted to actually fill your own big uh, fill stations, um, you'd want, you know, they need to be a bigger, Higher power compressor. They started about $1,300 um, for something that would do that. Now there are smaller compressors or like even 12 volt compressors that you can hook up your car battery, um, plug it in cigarette or whatever, and it will, it has enough uh, volume and pressure to pump up your gun, but it's not made to run, you know, to fill a 4,500 PSI big bottle. So those, you know, start around four to 500 bucks.
0: Yeah, How long does it take you to fill your gun with one of those? Mm, that's
1: about eight, ten, ten, 10 minutes. 10 minutes, probably.
0: Oh, that's not too bad. But
1: yeah, yeah I but got it's, you. It's a whole, it's a like a duration of time if you're out shooting, like you're in the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're in a spot where yeah. you are just yeah. laying it down. That seems like an attorney eternity compared to you know a
0: few seconds with a bottle exactly <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> oh yeah well i run up here and i plug it in in literally a few seconds i just watch that gauge go up done we'll go hammer yeah so what yeah i mean the, let's roll to the next question is you know what what are some of the applications that people use these for and, and real quick if i can man we have completely smashed smashed as an understatement birds with these unreal I mean, completely, I, I, I watch YouTube videos, probably started watching some of these. I, I don't, I've never met him. I've never talked to him, but there's one on there. Cause I just saw millions of views, uh, Ted's holdover. And I'm like, how in the hell are these guys shooting that good at that range? And I got behind this gun I'm like, okay, that's how they do it. And it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not, he, he's shooting and doing some, some legit long range stuff, but, Man, we are yeah. just completely crushing these birds from 20 yards out to 70 yards, and with a zero miss ratio.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, what are some so, of the? Okay. So,
0: what what are some of the the applications that a lot of these guys? Another thing too, I just posted this up on Instagram, and a fellow said I could 100% see this. Uh, I've got an integrally suppressed Ruger Mark III it's a little 22 handgun where the the barrel is ported in a way so that you can run any kind of ammo through it and it bleeds the gases off so that every round that exits the muzzle is subsonic. And it's a perfect <laughs> weapon to dispatch uh, predators, you know, or or animals, problem animals. And this guy used uh, said he carried his around and, and used his air gun for that. And I can completely see an application for that too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, you know, we, there's a broad range. Um, so, I mean, starting even from just people that want uh, backyard plinking with, you know, really crazy accuracy and they're cheap to shoot. So people, like a lot of target shooting and plinking stuff, um, primarily our audience is more guys like, like you, where it's, uh, they love to do pest control, small game, medium game, you know, and then, you know, there's a little bit for everyone in the high end, uh, air gun market, because you, we have clients that are hunting, you know, brown squirrels, all this stuff, uh, and shooting long range, um, up to, uh, clients, you know, hunting with 50 caliber air guns in Africa, killing Cape Buffalo.
0: (laughs) No kidding. That's, that's serious.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and so on, on the hunting and pest control stuff, um, there's a, there's pretty much an air gun for anyone. Um, and then you have like, we sell to uh, law enforcement agencies who, you know, again, where it's not a firearm, they'll use it, you know, SWAT and um, some of the other government agencies. I don't even know if we're supposed to say what they buy or not, but yeah, whatever. But a lot of them, the appeal is they can use that to shoot say, Uh, if they're doing a raid, they can shoot out cameras. They can shoot out uh, lights. They can shoot uh, dogs, compromising the the ops, whatever. And they never discharged a a firearm. Therefore, if the op goes as planned and you don't have to use your firearm to defend yourself or anything, then they, you know, the way they explain it to me is there's zero paperwork compared to man. Even if you shoot a, a sub, you know, a sub round at a light in those ups, if it's a firearm discharge, you have to do reports Mm -hmm. on that. Like it's a, it's crazy.
0: That's crazy. I was wondering about that's cool as hell to think about that though. That's a, I can with that, with this gun, I can see how
2: easy that would be. Okay. But elephant in the room, a Cape Buffalo, what the hell you got to (laughs) be, you you have to have something other than a 25 caliber pellet gun at 1100 feet per second for that. Don't you?
1: Oh hundred oh, yeah. percent. Yes. Um, we're talking uh, you know, minimum forty five up to fifty calibers. Um, and they're generally shooting four hundred and sixty to five hundred and eighty grain bullets with an air gun. So we're at those, about eight fifty to nine hundred and fifty feet per second. So
2: are those uh those are dedicated, they're they're fifty caliber pellets right they're not a 50 caliber bullet that you buy
1: oh no i'm no i'm glad you brought that no it's it absolutely a slug it is a bullet just like you know a so, lot of the ammunition you'd see in a muzzle loader.
2: okay so so i could freaking buy a 45 caliber air gun and shoot 45 caliber projectiles out of it the same ones that i reload
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> A little different experience than the uh,
2: the twenty five. Yeah, it's not going to
1: be so quiet and gentle, like.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. So that uh, pushing a big piece of lead really
1: fast, so they're a little louder, and you know your shot count, like on the forty five fifties, you know you'll get a, a couple shots per fill, basically. But
2: yeah. the accuracy. So really still there.
1: dedicated. You know, we do have guys using them for like long range shooting, but really built and dedicated to like big game hunting yeah wow
0: so let's talk about that while we're right here uh the 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 projectile selection for this rifle that's in front of us here it's a 25 caliber are pellets now you're also talking yeah. some of these are catering towards slugs uh, ballistically how much difference is there between a pellet and a slug at uh Fifty yards 100 yards further out and say keep it a smaller caliber say say 25 caliber you know something like that okay
1: yeah no that's a great question so um yeah you you can shoot you can shoot slugs which is just like what you picture an actual lead you know soft lead slug um or you can shoot pellets. The differences are a pellet has virtually no ballistic coefficient <laughs> yeah. um, which is good as well because there are there are uh, you know situations situations you, you want yeah. yeah where you you don't want that the projectile to carry its energy a long ways. That's the beauty of shooting pellets is you know you shoot them in farm areas and pest control or urban environments where um, much much safer to shoot that way versus a slug, which has a higher you know ballistic efficiency, therefore carrying its energy and you know trajectory a lot further. So. Um, like you asked the difference between a slug and a pellet at 50, not much. I mean, they're very similar around 50 yards, but a, a slug really starts to take over after about 80 yards. Um, so like, you know, your average pellet drop at a hundred yards for say a 25 caliber is about 13 inches.
0: Okay. Well, so that, 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 that's what the, is, are you saying 50 yards zero from 50 to a hundred?
1: Yeah. 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 So, well, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, about that. that. Okay. Okay. If you zero at 25 to 50 yards, average is going to be about that, 13 inches or so. Okay. Um, And then with a slug, um, depending on the slugs and velocities, one thing about slugs is you can push them faster, more accurate, whereas a pellet, I'll go back to that. But um, at 100 yards, the trajectory is going to be a little bit less, but at 150, it's going to be a whole different ball game and at 200 yards it's even close so you know your your trajectory out to 100 you know you're gonna cut down about half the drop but then you know out past that it's a drastic
0: difference so yeah
1: yeah i think we're about eight inches at 100 last time we the range so yeah about half half the drop
0: so yeah. when you were saying that you can uh push the the slug significantly faster are you getting up over that speed of sound threshold where you're having a a, a noticeably louder fire noticeably louder pellet gun
1: um you you can um but generally even these just the way these barrels are designed it's not as accurate to be going supersonic okay very seldom do we ever push them but i've never had the desire to do that gotcha um but with pellets I forgot to bring that up with the brake barrels and stuff and the accuracy um, problems you see with brake barrels. A lot of times you see like, oh, on the box, a brake barrel is 1,200 feet per second. one Well, a pellet is almost never going to fly anything with any kind of accuracy that fast. It's a gimmick and it's um, kind of a crappy way to market because a pellet at 1,200 feet per second, most of the time, even out of a a uh, two thousand dollar gun is just not that great. The pellet is not a pellet is not made to go that fast. Yeah, so it'll, it, it, it'll it spiral went. and and whip. And versus you know a slug, you can you can kind of start pushing up a little bit faster. But really, um, accuracy drastically starts to fall in most cases anyway with a pellet at about nine hundred feet per second. Um, you you know you get to a thousand feet per second. Generally, pellets are Really not going to be that accurate so not to say they can't be but in most cases they're not yeah
0: so right in line with that uh pellets slugs and what velocity that pretty much covers all of that i was that was one of the questions i was going to ask you know what they shoot and what velocity <laughs> okay. And you're, you're so you're staying right around that 900 feet per second kind of the sweet spot for what you're doing
1: yeah, yeah, especially pellets. Um, 850 to, to 920 is is really the, the, honey, the and, honey hole for and, that. And, but, we'll, and, and with s- slugs will get up to, we sometimes get up to around 1,000, but say average is yeah. probably 970, 980. Oh, okay,
0: that's <laughs> your sweet spot for your slugs, like an upper 900s then.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Gotcha. Yep. And barrels, I'm assuming that these barrels would be rifled to stabilize those even with even with uh, pellets?
1: Yeah, yeah, so, um, um, well, all the high-end, yeah, for sure. The, the barrels are rifled, and, you know, especially one like the one that you have in front of you that you own, um, the FX rifles, they have a very unique barrel system in them where it's a patented system where they actually press the riflings in from the outside of the barrel. Instead of grooving the inside of the barrel, um, and yeah, and the reason it's so special is it is very, very, very low impact on a soft lead pellet or slug. Like you, you could almost pick the thing up after you shot it and put it back in and shoot it again. It just doesn't do much to the to the pellet or the slug, so keeps it super accurate that way. Um, but also a unique thing about that gun is. For $110, you could actually change your barrel liner inside of that gun and swap it out for a different twist rate, you know, different choke tightness for, say, shooting a longer slug, a shorter slug, uh, you know, shooting pellets faster, shooting them slower. It's a freaking awesome system that way. So it's pretty versatile.
0: That's interesting. So, yeah, that's, that's real interesting how they do the rifling. So that was my other question. So do they do the rifling the same for if you want to cater towards a slug?
1: Yeah, the process is the same, but they, you know, with slugs, obviously a little bit faster twist rate. Um, and then generally the choke size is, is larger with
0: a slug than with a pellet. Um, S- explain that. The the
1: So, so the twist rate means um, how many... How many uh, revolutions the the barrel is going to spin the projectile? Um, When you say a faster twist means, it's going to go a full resolution in a shorter amount, you know, in a shorter length of the barrel versus, you know, so the way they rate them, as you know, if you you have a uh, say a, you know, guys, let's say it's a it's a nine twist. Well, what that means is it's going to make a full resolution in nine inches of barrel. Um, so if it's a 14 twist or, you know, an 18 twist, whatever, that means it's taking that much more barrel length to make a full resolution with the projectile.
0: And your, um, your, your same, the principle is the same, like for most of our rifles for our two fifties or even our creeds, we're running usually an eight twist to stabilize the little bit heavier, but they also do, they're yeah. pretty efficient or effective, I should say on lighter bullets we haven't had any issues with them but we're not getting pushing crazy velocity so this the, the principle is the same right i mean the, the, the quicker the twist yeah. you you're planning on shooting a little bit heavier projectile
1: yes exactly so explain
0: exactly. explain like the throat part portion what you were saying i i, I uh what do you call it, that
1: yeah so the the choke that so the choke um on the end of the barrel and now it's
0: at the end you of know, the barrel.
1: Even, yeah, so on the muzzle, in fact, it's if you you know, if you've ever experimented like, hey, I can't fit
2: Yeah. <laughs> that, the same
1: one yep. I shoot out of this gun isn't going down the muzzle. It, <laughs> yeah, there yeah. is there's a choke to the barrel. So they actually undersize the very end of the barrel like the last inch and a half of the barrel gets
0: reduced,
1: you know, just a very minimal amount. But it's to actually stabilize that projectile even more as it leaves the barrel. So
0: Okay, I got you. Um,
1: with, 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 you know, with pellets, it's a little bit tighter choke size versus a slug. Or, you know, it's same thing with, with rifles. You know, it's generally uh, a very small choke tightness um, depending on the barrel. So. so
2: you said you could replace... It can make a big difference. Sorry. You said you re- could replace the inner sleeve of this barrel? So this barrel's two pieces...
1: Yeah, so the way it works is it has an internal barrel liner, uh, which is your actual barrel, and and then you have a steel tube which you can see on the gun. That's an that's that's the that's the barrel housing. So the, the internal barrel goes down that tube and goes into a breech piece at the breech, and then on the on the muzzle side of the barrel, it has a a jam nut between there, so you tighten that down it it seats that uh that barrel into place and it's easily interchangeable um with you can change it within five ten minutes at the most so
2: that's pretty cool
1: so how it's f- a it's really really awesome uh system they've got going with those barrels yeah and one really cool thing too about that that setup in that gun and this system is that gun, you can actually change, you know, not, not only the liners, but you can change calibers. So in that gun you have, they make it 17, 22, 25, 30, or, or 35 caliber. We so can actually replace that whole barrel. Um, the probe that pushes the, the pellet and you can change that. So really like revolutionary gun and pretty much can do anything you want. So
0: what's it, so. if a guy wanted to swap out calibers, give a guy a approximate time to do it, how long would it take?
1: Two to three minutes.
0: <laughs> so swap yeah, okay. caliber. So if I wanted to go from 25 to 30, and you know, yeah. that's how fast you can do her.
1: Yeah. Wow. It's really quick.
2: You wow. need a different um, uh, magazine. What do you call this little rotary thing? Yeah. You,
1: yes. You, you you do need the, the specific caliber of magazine. Okay. So you would replace basically the barrel, the the probe, which is basically your bolt that pushes the pellet into the barrel and seals it. Um, Obviously, you need to have that caliber specific. um, And then your magazine. So, um, another another note is they also make that same gun with 500 millimeters, 600, or 700 millimeter barrel, which is what you've got. Um, So, you can basically run it in length, sizes, calibers. It's a pretty, it is kind of the most revolutionary thing
0: there is. it's accessorizable modularity you can just i mean you can modify it however you want for yeah also so how far i know you and i chatted the other day and i was kind of freaking out how far can you shoot accurately with give us two two different scenarios not not uh a completely okay. tricked out gun, but say something like what this is that I've got. And then it's going to something that it's like something that you've shot. That's a, a slug gun. What give us some, some idea on a, a comfortable range that you can shoot and then tell us how far you've shot.
1: Okay. Um, so with the setup, like for instance, that you have, you have a, you're shooting a 25 caliber pellet, um, going, you know, roughly 900 feet per second. Um, you can shoot accurately, and when I say accurately, pellets will drift in wind quite a bit. I mean, considerably more than a slug. So when we say just in, in, a, in a zero uh, condition, you know, just a controlled environment, they will shoot. I mean, you, you can still shoot MOA at 200 yards pretty confident.
0: With, um, a, with, a, pe- with a pellet you can with no wind?
1: Yes, yes they are incredibly accurate. Um and uh you know but you, you know at, at 100 yards you if you can shoot if you can pull the trigger that well you can get into that you know sub sub MOA pretty pretty easily. So, um yeah, I would say the biggest thing with it especially pushing out past like 100 100 and then like I mean they're pretty automatic but it's still about knowing your dope um knowing your gun, your skills as a shooter,
2: we have a lot of guys
1: calling and say hey I want you know I want you to guarantee this <laughs> this will shoot a, uh, an inch group you know at 100 it'll shoot them away and it's like you can't really do that because there is a lot of veritables. Um, the gun is definitely capable hundred percent but if you but yeah like I said, if you know your your dope know your gun it's definitely doable yeah so and then I mean when we talk about, shooting slugs and comfortable distances there. Um, Again, still extremely accurate. I mean, 400 yards, if if you know your gun well, and, you know, you said, hey, guns like mine and then guns that like you've shot. Let me explain the difference. There is none other than literally the barrel liner and the projectile. Your gun is totally capable of doing all of this so the way it sits um but with slugs i mean you're still going to get i mean moa at, at 400 yards in 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 your good conditions it's amazing um there is a video of justin shooting a uh, steel gong at 650 yards oh yeah i forgot about that <laughs> i did shoot a gong like a 12 inch buffalo shaped gong at 650 yards with a 25 cal slug
0: um, Is, that like Is that on? YouTube? Is that on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on, on our YouTube
1: channel.
0: Oh no, kidding! Six hundred. What do you have, do? You remember what your come up? Were you using a mill setup or MOA? <laughs> I was
1: using MOA, and I was using more like uh, hours of angles. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
0: got gotcha. you. Uh, that's yeah. Funny. In
1: fact, on that on that particular shot, I was using uh, that uh, you know the what's it called MOA. Yeah, the Moab oh, yeah. out. The, a the, lot of those guys are putting
0: those on 22 rim fires and just getting cranking the hell out yeah. of them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. But, um, uh, but my, I would say my, my longest on a, on an actual animal with a small bore, um, uh, was just this summer. I shot a prairie dog with a 25 grain, actually 22 slug, uh, 580 yards. <laughs>
2: That's, what I thought. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's with yeah. An air gun. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. And are you, so were you using the same setup, like the, your MOA setup that you shot out to 650?
1: I actually wasn't using a cold for on, you know, the Moab mount on that. I had my big, you know, seven and a half to 35 uh, Night Force attacker on my gun. But I was, and I had 30, yeah, 30 MOA built into the mount and then, Man. You're holding so, over too. So yeah, I I used up all my turret and I honestly don't recall exactly what I had in the turret. But I like to vary the details. But I was still holding uh, like forty MOA <laughs> hold over in the reticle and uh, a lot of wind as well. But I will say this every shot I took was within an inch of that prairie dog until I hit it. No you know? kidding. Yeah, it's, it's so as far as accuracy-wise, they're crazy accurate. But, you know, you have wind, obviously, and all kinds of things
0: going on at that distance. So. That's still impressive. That's crazy to me. That's really crazy.
1: It's crazy to me, too, actually. I, I kind of was like, I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. But, so, uh, but we actually have a, we have a video through the scope camera and everything on, on our YouTube channel of a, another, you know, ground squirrel hunt. And a, a friend of ours in California that we were hunting with. I was it five sixty five? And that one's on that one's on video, like, like through five, the scope camera. Yeah, five thirty, I think. Something, something like that. that. I don't know. It was a long ways. So yeah, that one's on film too. Pretty, pretty awesome.
0: So they're <laughs> capable of it then. Absolutely. So
1: the and next, like you said, ridiculously quiet. I mean, they're quieter than a suppressed, you know, twenty-two rimfire. So
0: yeah, there's nothing to it. There's absolutely nothing to it. the the sound of the the sound of the pellet in flight is louder than you can just see a lot of times I can hear that pellet in flight. And then all of a sudden, you know, it hits a bird and it's just a big old thump.
2: <laughs> yeah. But the back is the loudest thing.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. Sounds it's like pretty,
2: someone getting yeah. hit with a freaking ping pong <laughs> paddle. It
0: does too. That's what it sounds yeah,
2: like. That's a great,
1: that's a great description. That's, that's a good analogy. I like that.
0: So the next three, yeah. the next three questions, I think kind of flow in, in line, uh, I, I, are they're not considered firearms. So, shipping guns to other states and what, what's give us a little bit of a brief rundown on both of those.
1: Okay. So, um, first question on the is it a firearm or is it no, it's it is not. Um, it absolutely is not. And that's why you can add aftermarket, we call them shrouds in the business,
0: um,
1: yep. aka suppressor. So, um, without any kind of, you know,
0: NFA. You, know you don't
1: need a tax stamp. Yep. You, you don't need yep. any, you know. Um, we'd like to keep it that way. So we refer to them as shrouds. But uh, <laughs> uh, but no, um, so no, they are not in any way, shape, or form a firearm. So the laws for shooting firearms where, you know, where air guns are shot, completely different. Um, and the same with, the, Processes of purchasing one, uh, you could go to our website right now, purchase a, a fully custom air rifle, and we can ship it to your door with no, uh, you know, no background checks or no registering. Um, I will say real quick, there is just a couple states, though, that do. I don't think it's considered a firearm, but basically like a regulated weapon. So yeah, just a couple states, but pretty much everywhere else. But yeah. they're done, and nobody, yeah, we, nobody we want, we want to talk to lives there. No, no, I'm just
2: kidding. No. <laughs> So most places you could shoot this legally in your backyard in town. Yeah,
1: I mean, it it boils down to um, your local laws and restrictions. Um, But even then, I mean, we, I'm not going to lie, but I've shot in town a lot where, yeah. And honestly, it it really would boil down to, were you being uh, dangerous with a weapon? And, you know, the discretion of the officer that shows up. You know, if you're on the outskirts of town, but you're technically in city limits, and the, you know, somebody, you know, whatever reports you for shooting for whatever reason, um, they, uh, you know, the officer shows up, and they say, you know, you're like, well, I'm shooting an air rifle <laughs> out here, and they're like, oh, carry on, you know, we'd never had issues that way, but not to say you couldn't. You know, yeah, I won't guarantee it. Definitely want to be safe, careful. No, yeah, look at the the local laws. I think we actually had a sheriff pull up on us. Like, was that six weeks ago? We we're just shooting prairie dogs, and uh, <laughs> get out, and he's like, "Oh, Justin's like, hey, you want to try it?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> so he's there just shooting prairie dogs with us for a bit. So That's awesome. I think uh, it just depends. You know, we want to be safe and and cool with them, but yeah, check the, the laws for sure. So,
0: so, what's a, yeah. w- w- what's the one of the, why would somebody be more interested in buying one of these? Like personally from use, I can tell you why, yeah. but from your experience, why would somebody buy uh, <laughs> a high end rifle like this, a, 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 a air rifle versus a, a 22 rimfire?
1: Well, that's a great question. And uh, I think like, go take a look at a gun store today. And you would answer your own question for a lot of that, <laughs> um, uh, you know, ammunition and stuff is is hit or miss right now, and is super expensive. Um, but like we touched on before, it's the the joy of it is they are probably more accurate. Like like you said in your intro, um, it's more accurate than any 22 room fire you've ever shot. So, and there's literally no noise, no recoil, anything. And there is no firearm law against it where you're shooting, so it's kind of like, why wouldn't you shoot? It? <laughs> yeah, ammunition's almost nothing once you once you own the the gun and your air source. You shoot for almost nothing, you know. At Ten to twenty-five caliber pellets for three hundred fifty pellets is seventeen dollars of the like nicest pellet in the world. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's so. i'll tell you what guys i'm 100 sold on these and i it's Of like i said you're we 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 like to i don't want to say luxury have luxury stuff because we use what we've got we hammer with it but most of our gears i would like to say is high end it's more expensive and i this is yeah. is right in line with it i would grab this over a 22 i mean the capabilities of this thing other than maybe having to be a little bit more careful on, you know, if you're banging it around, if you if you break a gauge or something like that. I mean, it's it looks yeah. durable, yeah. robust, and the precision, the, the mag, the rotary mag, how you can put X amount of rounds in it and go, the stealth mode, quiet, no noise, and then coupled with yeah. the precision capabilities. I mean, to me, if I was a guy in a city, dude, and I don't know if I should be saying this, If I was a guy in a city, I would, I'd have one of these in my freaking window. And if somebody was breaking into how I'd be kneecapping with it, you know, I mean, it's, it's, (laughs) it's, it's a, it's a legit sniper rifle. It's a hundred percent. Like I said, it's just, it's, it's awesome. I grab that thing and you get excited to shoot it. It's, it's just so much fun. It's, there's a, there's a fun factor there.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know, I tell people this all the time and I've sold thousands of these guns and every person that i actually talked to in person saying like, this will be your favorite gun. And, and they're like, ah, I got a lot of guns. You know, I'm like, yeah, I do too, but I can promise you this one will be your go-to. And they're like, okay. yeah." And then they come back a month later. I'm like, you, you've ruined me. <laughs> it <laughs> is. It, You're it, your it's... most shotgun and your favorite gun.
0: It, it is yeah. too. I was said that the other day about thermal. I'm like, man, you know, I, I when when you get into thermal, you you're just you're awestruck. You're look. You're like, how in the hell does this work? And I was right in line <laughs> with that on this gun. Like the way that I felt yeah. when I shot it, it was the same damn thing. I'm like, how you got to be kidding me with this? Just amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and if
1: you want the devil whammy of dopamine, you use thermal on air goods, didn't <laughs> yep. That's a good way. And you <laughs> and know there's what? There's whole new world open to you. <laughs> what I was,
0: that was another question. And I'll tell you what, man, I, the more I thought about this, uh, we went and actually, you guys probably don't have any, any idea about it, but a few years ago we went to the state Capitol here and got two bills changed two two laws changed via two different bills. And a lot of guys really appreciated, you know, the, the work that we put into it to getting it changed so that they could legally hunt at night. But I'll tell you what, we're limited with caliber yeah. restrictions at night with firearms. 22 rimfire shotgun, and I bet, you know, something like this would be exempt from that.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, again, again, not a firearm either. Exactly, so exactly. there's that. There, there's that and you know even here we, we did a presentation for the for the uh, division of wildlife resources this winter um, to use air guns uh, for the fall turkey hunt which is basically like your deprivation hunts for landowners yep and they just were mind-blown and they said this is the greatest thing ever for fall turkeys um, and uh, you know <laughs> that was the good part of the story the bad part of the story was uh, legislation shut it down because air guns don't pay Pittman's robertson tax, the the firearm excise tax. So they said, well, we don't want to allow that because they don't pay the tax. Oh, no kidding.
0: Really? Which is
1: weird because that's Utah. And here's the biggest kick in the balls. And I told them this. I said, how do you guys feel that California has something legal that you don't? (laughs) You should be ashamed of yourself. You can hunt turkeys in California with air guns. (laughs) Yeah. Jeez. So,
0: that's yeah. that's 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 a bummer but i could see i could hey what i'm looking at this gun right here and uh um uh, let's, I'll, I'll, well let's all we'll go over it whenever we break this whole rifle down when we talk about it real quick the hey <laughs> one
1: one thing that i wanted to mention too that i forgot about why would you buy this over say like a grim uh, fire yep how many times have you had this scrub and clean your gun so far since you had
0: it. Exactly. Nothing. I haven't done nothing to it. I never
1: thought of that. Exactly. That that never occurred to me.
0: There is no... There is
1: no gun scrubbing.
0: Do you recommend any kind of... uh, I mean, obviously, you don't want to get it too dirty, but is there anything, any parts on this that you recommend lubing or anything like that that a guy should kind of pay special attention to to keep it... I've probably got... (laughs) I don't how how many how many pellets are in one of those canisters?
1: Three hundred and fifty and twenty five caliber.
0: Oh yeah, well we've got we've we've had to shoot over a thousand <laughs> easy then already and haven't done nothing to it. So yeah. any any recommendation on kind of the upkeep?
1: So the upkeep on air guns is pretty simple usually. Um, I, I tell people, you know, depending on the gun, well, on any air gun, if it doesn't give you a reason to clean the barrel, leave it alone. <laughs> if it starts to maybe throw a flyers here and there, okay, run a patch down it with a little bit of degreaser as well. Um, you don't, you actually don't use like a solvent or anything of a petroleum type on these because you can, it it hardens the the breech o ring that's in the barrel. But other than that, no, you could be, I mean, on your moving parts, basically you could keep a little, I mean, a tiny, tiny, maybe a dab of silicone grease to keep O-rings. Um, hydrated better but and obviously you know a little bit of gun oil on the outside if there's a steel part most of them are aluminum but um but just general so you don't get corrosion and stuff but other than that there is really not much to do with them just keep them you know dust keep them dusted off and clean and wiped down that's about it
2: so do those o-rings ever wear out like you mentioned like replace them every five years or every 200,000 shots or something yeah, I mean, I've had
1: guns that I've shot thousands and thousands and thousands of fellas through, and never had to change one. Um, but they can wear out. I mean, it's just an O ring. It's a it's a two dollar O ring that you slip in, and no big deal. But they can wear out. But yeah. if you've never
2: had to replace one, that's not something I would think anyone would worry about, right?
1: I've I've had to replace them, but it was more like, uh, you know, like say there was there was something with you know, somebody didn't have the bolt closed all the way or something. And, and you know, the air kind of hit it hard and, and popped it out of the O-ring groove that's in there. But I mean, simple fixes, there, it's not, you know, a breach O-ring will go out every once in a while, but it's not, it's not a common thing.
0: Hey, what, uh, tell us real quick on this story. I was, I've been following you guys for a few months on, on Instagram. And, uh, I saw a picture and I thought it was a Photoshop of post Malone and you on, on a picture. And I'm like, what the hell we got going on? (laughs) We started talking and you kind of fill fill us in on that story real quick. That's pretty cool to meet guys like that. And I I don't necessarily listen to anything or even I I know who he is for some, through some commercials, but. Right.
1: Um, Yeah. So post Malone, the way that, that wasn't Photoshop, (laughs) um, the way that happened. So He's actually he lives here in Utah. He only lives about 30 minutes from here. Um, but a friend of mine was is is one of his security guards part time, and he got talking to his uh, dad, saying, "You need to check out these air guns because he knew you know they're they're gun nuts. They love shooting, and um, and so they got talking and uh, they got talking back and forth and just telling him how awesome they were and dad was like man I gotta check these out and it was funny uh, we had talked back and forth like yeah we need to line that up and you know obviously he's busy And um, but uh, one day he called me and he said hey uh, his dad wants to know first thing what's the biggest air gun you sell and I said well 50 caliber <laughs> he goes sweet his next question is will it shoot down a drone and I said <laughs> yes it will <laughs> he said great come up Friday I said you're on and, uh, so I, I, you know, I, obviously I went up there with a bunch of guns and, uh, left with none. Yeah, I, yeah that's the bad part. <laughs> I left with none because a few of more were like me and Austin's custom guns. <laughs> and, uh, he, uh, I wasn't actually expecting to meet post though. I was going up to present him to his dad and like all the security guys are up there and they were digging it. And even my friend said, you know what? It's not common to see him. You know, I don't see him even that much. So. You know, but if his dad thinks, you know, it's something he'd be interested in, then they'll probably get in touch with you. I said, okay, great. So we, I set him up and they were shooting, and I host like happened to walk past his front window. And I see him just stop and he's like, oh my gosh, walks out. And he said, what the hell is that? <laughs> and uh, his dad's like, it's a 50 caliber air gun. He's like, I'm coming out. And he walks out in his pink sweats and white Crocs and no shirt, which is awesome because you can do that when you're post Malone. <laughs> And we started, uh, you know, just introduce ourselves. We started shooting. We didn't, we didn't stop shooting for like two and a half hours. And he wouldn't let me leave with any of my guns or equipment, like even my tripods, everything. He's just like, "Hey man, how much is it going to be to just leave this stuff here?" And I'm like, "Well, no, it's kind of like my personal stuff." I, I blew him off like three, four, five times during the <laughs> session. And he finally says, "Hey man, seriously though, I want these. How much?" And I said, "Well." No, I'd have to kind of figure it out. And he, make a long story short, he kind of walked in the house, comes out, slips me a bunch of cash, says, Is that a good start? And I felt awkward not to sell him at that point. I was like, Yeah, that's a pretty good start, but we'll work it out. And so, anyway, if you see the picture on our Instagram, he's wearing a Utah Gun shirt. I'm wearing my camouflage shirt. Story was, I said, Hey, it's fine. We can work something out too. We'll build you some custom guns loved to like get some pictures. He's like, of course, man. He's a, he was the nicest guy ever. He, he said, of course, no problem. I would totally do that anyway. So he's like, yeah, do you want me to wear your shirt? I'm like, well, I, I don't have like an extra. He says, well, take yours off, dude. I'll wear it. <laughs> I said, are you serious? He goes, yeah, absolutely. Take it off. <laughs> I was like, crap. Okay. Uh, so I walked back to my truck and luckily I had a hunting shirt in my back seat. And I so threw on my camouflage shirt and I handed him my, U tire gun shirt, and he put it on, and there you have it. That's why I'm wearing a camouflage shirt. And he's wearing a tire gun shirt.
0: You guys go <laughs> so, check that out on their Instagram page. You guys will know exactly what he's talking about.
1: Yeah, it's pretty funny, pretty funny picture, but he was cool as hell. I mean, we sat and shot, uh, of course, Bud Light beer cans because he's sponsored by Bud Light, but we probably shot, uh, I don't know how many cases of beer just <laughs> in his, you know, at his house with the. 50 cals down to 22 cows, and then and it was just like he was
0: hooked so <laughs> are you guys doing anything yeah. that you know oh, maybe, of? Yeah. is he gonna do anything any other any other custom stuff for him you think at all or not oh yeah
1: yeah wait till you see the stuff we are building for post no kidding really <laughs> pretty awesome yeah yeah i'll uh i'm excited to uh get those done and um present he'll come down he's going to come down here and we'll kind of involve him in the whole process but
0: it's uh yeah we have some pretty awesome stuff
1: i'm not gonna lie one of them will incorporate bud light i'll <laughs> tell you that
0: <laughs> that'll be pretty cool yeah that'll be real sweet so, you guys will be po- you'll be in showing everybody that stuff on instagram <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah so and he was cool you know he said hey you can post anything you want as first picture so he goes i, I I probably won't post on mine I was like I get it yeah cool you know it is what it is so but we did sell some we we did I'm not gonna lie there's a client that names with Rosie Osborne that some guns <laughs> <in> with <it. laughs> oh that's funnier
0: than shit.
2: <laughs> what did that guy do
1: he may or may not have gotten some guns from it so Jeez. um that was pretty cool. I was, I
0: was like, damn, we're cool now. That was oh, awesome. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Good for you guys. That's awesome. Yeah. Who
1: knew? So people are catching them. Yeah. Oh, no. There you go. There is a little bit of something for everybody in good.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: So Oh uh, Yeah. Gosh dang man. That's is there is there anything that you guys can that I that you can think of that you'd like to go over for Some any other talking points before we kind of run through this gun real quick. Um We hammered a lot of good stuff, man.
1: We did hammer it. You had some great questions too. Um and you know, we're we're obviously big fans of you guys too. So we're like, hey man, we're always trying to incorporate what we do with the firearms world. So I guess that is a talking point. Like the one big Thing that we do here is we all get out and use these things like my whole everybody that works here owns air guns shoots them lives it all the time and same with like you know we actually uh teamed up with the nrl the national rifle league uh for their 22 series so there's now an air gun uh division in the nrl 22 which is
0: oh gotcha cool. that's cool i heard
1: that That'll yeah be awesome. so um we're trying to you know get more and more out for that but uh this year we actually last year we just did pellets because we did want to open it to be like hey this is a pellet gun not whatever but um now this year because they added the nrlx which is longer distances and stuff like that for the 22s but in the regular 22 division we can now shoot slugs and that's a damn game changer (laughs) so uh because we can shoot uh the wind is not near of a factor when we're shooting little teeny steel targets at a hundred yards um, and seeing some crazy scores with air guns. Now, in fact, there, a lot of times they're in the top 5% of the scores. So pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that is, that's really cool.
1: Um, But yeah, there, I will honestly say, and like, you know, I'm glad you've had the same feedback as, they are
0: literally the funnest thing that you will ever own. Dude, it's, so. it's like I said, the, w- we do, I'm going to, I'm, I've got a bunch of 4k video of some kills, but it's not anything compared to what I, I want to get. And I'm, I'm waiting on that tax cam so <laughs> I can film behind the eyepiece, but this yeah. rifle gets, deserves every bit of justice that I can possibly give it. I, it's, it's, i mean it's thank you absolutely man i appreciate what you guys did to, to go through in detail and kind of break it down on on what you do how you how you custom not only customize the rifle but custom tailor it to a specific projectile whether it's a slug or a pellet and that's a there's 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 not very many, if any, guys in nah. the firearms industry that, that go to that, uh, that. You know, I mean, you might get a custom gunsmith yeah. once in a while that may, I've have guys ask me quite a bit, you know, you work up a load for the rifle. For, yeah, I'm not going to take my time to do that. That's a, you know, that's a lot of time that I don't really want to invest it in. And for you guys to yeah. do something like, yeah. I, I watched a, I watched a YouTube video, man, on guys, the, the details that they go into to to change the valving and everything on it to make it, shoot as possible yeah. as good as it possibly can. And I'm like, man, yeah, I'd rather have somebody do that for me.
1: Uh, well, I agree. I would too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: but but I mean um, you I mean, guys
1: I like doing it, but you know, I, I there is something to be said like, oh I just pick up the gun and I shoot stuff and it's awesome. You yeah. so know, that that is nice. That's why we do that. That's <laughs> why we offer <opt> that.
0: <laughs> and you guys are so I mean, you're so educated and well rounded on what you do it probably i mean you've got a system down you you can run one of these damn things through the ringer awful quick i'm assuming and get it shooting dots i mean you you included i've got an yeah. on shoots 22 and it came with the target you know and I, I think it was i'm pretty sure it was a 50 yard target i'd have to look to verify that but i'm sure it's a 50 yard target and uh i don't know i'm just, i'm i'm assuming the one you guys sent with me was probably a 25 yard target but if if you held them up side by side and you did a 50 yard shot with this this is this is a, shoot just as good I would say better than the on shoots would yeah yeah well, that's
1: awesome yeah the targets we sent out are at 35 yards that's our that's
0: our that's our range distance here so okay gotcha and and it was a it was a it was you, you should have just shot once and that was it because they were all in the same <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I know, I like, you wow. just as well shoot yeah. we have a little thing here that we say whenever somebody's shooting whenever we're shooting groups at 100 yards and somebody shoots two in one hole uh the, the other two guys that are sitting like, oh you and you shoot the third one and it goes in the same hole. Like, oh you just shot off in the dirt somewhere. You didn't know even didn't even hit the you, you didn't want to at the target. Exactly. You didn't want to ruin your group. So you got with the group right. that you send with that gun, you might as well just shoot it once and <laughs> all, you, right? all, you're doing, all you're doing is wasting pellets shooting it through the same damn hole.
2: Yeah. Why why do you do it at thirty five yards? That's their uh, That's
1: just so we have a big indoor range here at our at our shop. So um and, uh, you know, the, the backstop is 35 yards, oh, okay. so that's just the default. You know, our benches are right there, and so when our guys are testing guns, it's always at the
0: 35-yard distance. So and it
1: is a pretty popular zero, too.
0: Okay. So, okay. it, it
1: works out. Yeah. It works out having the rings at home.
0: So, if you could, would you, would you rather try to zero them at 50, or would you rather personally for guys because i'll tell you real quick when i did mine when we did mine and, and or this one that you sent out the um i i shot it at 50 yards and it was actually i think the first time i shot it at 20 25 yards and it was yeah. it was just maybe a quarter of an inch high barely just a barely of a quarter right. of an inch high. And I'm like, God, oh, let's go at 50. Cause I'm right. Really, I got to see what my drop is at 50. I shot it at 50 and it was dead nuts. I, there was literally, it wasn't low. It yeah. wasn't high, but it was like dead nuts. And I'm like, how in the hell does that work? Because I, I was just there. <laughs> but what would you guys do if you guys were, if you had the capabilities in a zero wind condition to zero rifles that went out of your shop, would you guys stick around that 30, 35, or would you try to exceed that a little bit?
1: Um, and honestly, 35 is good. In fact, like for me, a lot of my guns, I'll zero at 25 yards, just be, well, for a couple reasons, a lot of the air gun competitions, like, or like in the NRL 22, a lot of times you're shooting at 25 yards for your close target, you know, um, so I'll zero for that, but the difference, I mean, it's, it's so minimal that, um, yeah, anywhere, between there i mean obviously it's nice to just have a i would say the optimal thing is just zero of what kind of your you kind of feel like that a good average that you're going to be shooting all the time yeah. you know you now yeah. if you're driving around a dairy farm and flunking Eurasian asian dubs and pigeons all day and yeah at 30 you know 25 to 50 yard zero is going to be spot on for your stuff you know yeah we get guys asking us you know hey i'm shooting in my backyard it's 20 yards will you zero it for that and yeah, that's something we do. That's that's something also unique. Talking about like how we send guns out. I mean, we'll mount them up, sight them in, so the customer gets it and it's ready to go out of the box. Which again, is pretty, prettier area. Oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot. I forgot to mention that part. By the yeah, by the way, we sell all kinds of optics and we mount them and sight them. So you, when you get the gun, you pull it out of the box and you shoot it and it's money. Just as, like you got. So.
0: And the glass that you guys have on. Well, let's just let's. Let's just go in straight into this rifle that's on the on the on the table here. Let's go from the let's go kind of from the bottom up, and the, yeah. since we haven't talked optics, let's just touch base on the on the optic that that we kind of. I, I like a mill mill setup, so this is basically. I mean, it's nice first focal plane, but give us a rundown on on the quality. The, one thing, real quick, just that I could kind of explain to guys is that I noticed between this optic and like uh, I would say a traditional center fire rifle scope is the parallax the depth of yeah. field if you don't have that thing on your yardage it's not going to be in focus and that I'll tell you what I've I I could see a rangefinder I carry one with me a rangefinder is an basically a necessity for this but there's been a couple times where i've used that parallax as a yard, as a rangefinder because if you know it just yeah. getting it focused and you look at it and it's really it's close enough to make the kill shot so and what i'm saying is you know there was there was a couple a couple birds out there a couple sparrows or starlings and uh, they were 60 65 yards and you had it at that 50 to 40 range and you look and they're blurry well you focus that parallax at that number and when they're within focus you know where they're at to hold maybe a scoche high and it and it works awful good but that's one thing that I've noticed on this yeah. this particular optic that uh, is a little bit different than, than some of my rifle scopes it's a really precise parallax
1: yeah yeah um, and you do have that in, in some different uh, models or brands um, that parallax is a little bit more like finicky or precise it's you know not kind of a, a you know hey it's good for a good 15 20hoods like knife worths Like, for example, it's very forgiving that way. Yes. Yep. But, um, but also to that note, when you have one that is really precise like that, like you said, you can use that as your, as a range fire and it's cool that way. Sometimes it's nice to just have something that's a lot more forgiving where you're trying to make the quick kill. It's nice not to have to sit and kind of fine tune, but, um, But even like in competitions for air guns, like in Europe, they do what's called field target and you can't adjust your scope during the match other than your parallax. And so that's exactly how they find their distances on these targets. Oh. Is. Yeah. So. I didn't even. um, And they're shooting little, like little, you know, quarter inch holes a lot of times, you know, because they can only have 12 foot pound guns over there. So shooting little 177s at little teeny targets is their, their fun. So guys. Yeah, no kid. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, no kidding.
0: <laughs> so what, what the run through this optic real quick that we've got on this, you guys sell them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's a brand new, um, scope company this year. It's called, um, element optics. Um, company's home is in Sweden. Um, although they're not manufactured in Sweden, but, um, they are, uh, they have three, three models right now. They have, uh, the one you have is their their Nexus. That's actually uh, a, a Japanese-made scope. So really nice glass, uh, really nice turrets. Um, you know, in in that kind of price point of the fifteen hundred dollar range. And then you've got <clears throat> they've got uh, a model that's uh, called the Titan. It's it's an eight hundred fifty dollar uh, price range, but it's a it's it's a you know it's a Chinese scope, but it's very 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 nice like they're getting good um but it's 34 millimeter nice heavy-duty turrets and then they've got a 400 scope that and all these scopes have zero stops adjustable parallax down to like 15 yards which is rare so and high magnification so they're a really good scope company that's that's uh, up and coming and they're really starting to i mean people are really starting to like those um and uh, but we carry, I mean, we carry night boards. We carry uh, Optison. We carry Athlon. We carry Hawk. And you know, and then we carry you know night vision and thermal products from, from Pulsar and APN and Sightmark. So um, a little bit of everything. But that uh, that element is a is a really nice piece for the money, for sure.
0: Yeah, I've, it's turned out really good for us. The is there anything particular, guys? On on the rings like this, the one that the uh, sorry, first of all, the optic that we've got's a mill mill setup. Uh, first focal plane mill reticle, yeah. kind of like a Christmas tree style for hold. And then yeah, the 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 turrets reflect the same unit of measurement. They're they're a mill setup also. I haven't got into actually dialing, you know, getting actual dope down, but I I plan on it for the video because I kind of want to see how far we can get this thing out on a, on a calm day just, for, just for the hell of it, you know?
1: Yeah, of course. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, and on those specific scope mounts that we have on, on your gun, um, that's actually an adjustable two piece mount. Yeah. Um, so when you say, ahead, let's like see how far we can get that out. Um, that is actually adjustable. So you can add minutes of angle to your mounts. Um, and so you can, you can fine tune the mount to your turret. So you can basically bottom your turret out as you know near the bottom of the turret, and dial your mount for your zero. So what that does for you is it allows you to use the whole entire turret travel to dial up, so you can dial out to a lot longer distances. So, so
0: is that what you did on cool. this? Did you kind of bottom the turret out with these or not?
1: I think on those we just um, I think I left them at zero zero MOA. Okay. You know, for now you get the feel of it. And then once you want to start stretching out, you could start, uh, adding minutes to that, however you'd like, you know, and whatever you wanted to zero the distance. So gotcha. But it's simple. You just, um, loosen some set screws. Um, it is when you do do that, if you're going to, I suggest using a set of feeler gauges because it is really fine. Adjustments make a big difference. So, um, so something like, you know, some kind of measuring point, like a, like a feeler gauge or you know, some kind of thin card that you could double up just to keep a, a really short adjustment.
0: So. Okay. That's in, I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't, I, that's something new to me. So that'll be really good for the review. Uh, the, just taking a look at this rifle, you can tell, as we kind of talked about earlier, it does have a custom seracote job. I'm a tan guy. So this is seracoted in like a desert or a coyote tan or a flat dark earth.
1: Yeah, we call it the O'Neill ops obstacle.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 50, shade, Fifty shades of tan. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah,
1: that's, <laughs> that's yeah. how it
0: goes. And uh, and that's something that you guys do. You mentioned earlier you could do you could do custom dips. You do uh, custom seracote work. If somebody wants a specific pattern, you guys can do it
1: absolutely oh yeah yeah that's it's it's our favorite
0: thing to do <laughs> we love <laughs> yeah. Custom, custom yeah we love custom so uh yeah and then we like if you if you you'll notice on towards the bottom i've got the atlas right now on this an atlas bipod i've got the new atlas yeah. cap i've got the new atlas cal that i ran on it earlier which i really like the feel of it but this is just a regular atlas uh, uh bipod but it's i like the bottom rail like you guys said there's the arca swiss towards the back and then at the front, there's the pick yeah. rail for uh, being able to at- attach like the ADM QD throw levers and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So and you can you, know, you can either run Arca in a tripod or in you know a lot of bipods now will have an Arca head, or if you if not, you can run pick and it's all good. So
0: do you guys see? Uh, do you run a lot of uh, tripods with your setups or not?
1: we do we do 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 you really Um, like
0: so you so you do a lot of like standing shots seated shots with the tripod stuff like that
1: mm -hmm. we do we do and a lot of ours like like when we're out shooting ground squirrels and stuff a lot of times man we throw down the tripods. you know we're literally standing so we have a better vantage point to see you know something like everyone just sticking just a head out of a hole one big reason is we film a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that,
1: too. We, it we may film, film a lot. Lot through the reticle, so it, it makes it much more steady than just kind of leaning on something or even on a set of, you know, non-static shooting sticks. It just makes it super steady. So, I yeah, got you. we cheat. We cheat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what we do at night with thermals, too. I mean, hunting, the, the steadier the shot, the, that's what we try to do. Uh, yeah. And so this particular rifle, this is a FX impact mark two correct and correct okay and uh the the uh it what if if a guy was gonna buy this rifle what are the upgrades on this that would be you know what what some of the things guys would like need to know about like for for me personally i like the uh, shroud okay i like the, the the shroud at the end the uh, and then yeah. I, I do like the added on Atlas or sorry, Arca rail with the, with the pick rail at the fore end. I like yeah. that, how it kind of shrouds and kind of even covers up the bottom of that, uh, of your air, of your air supply, because a lot of times we'll set that on something, even, you know, when we're proned out or if we're shooting even out of the window of a pickup, uh, at a rabbit or something, you can set that on without having that. It's, it's kind of a steadier platform, if you will, shooting platform.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the stock, um, the the stock rifle will come with it. It has a a shorter uh, bottom plate where there's an arch piece that um, kind of just only goes back to about the bottleneck of the bottle on the bottom. Um, so getting that bipod way out in front is, you know, as you know, it's a lot steadier. So and it keeps things off the bottle and just makes it easier to shoot off of. But um, I had mentioned yours had a custom saber buttstock, but I lied. <laughs> yours is yours is the factory one. That's okay. Kind of embarrassing, Okay. That's that we put them on. Might have to owe you one of those now. <laughs> it's com- <laughs> <Or not. laughs> it's
0: comfortable. I wouldn't have known that. I mean, it's I wouldn't know the difference, man. To yeah. tell you the it truth, It feels I, awesome yeah. to me. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Heck yeah! No, it, and it does have a little bit of adjustability, so it's, you know, it's it is really comfortable as well. But, but I
2: could see it being um, one of those you don't know what you're missing until you try it Exactly. Still yeah yeah it,
1: it it can be yeah the aftermarket <laughs> one's nice because you do have like length length full adjustment oh, um, you okay. can adjust basically how the the angle that it sits on your shoulders yeah you've got that shoulder hook on the on the aftermarket stuff that that you, know, you can adjust what so you know arches over your shoulder so shooting freehand or you know if you're just you know doing that static position off of a tripod it kind of hangs on the shoulder easy and I'll get you one. Actually, <laughs> I will send you. There you go.
0: And uh, so. what's the okay? So we've got that uh, the the barrel. Let's take a look at the barrel on this thing.
1: Yeah. So the barrel length, you've got the seven hundred millimeter barrel, which is what twenty seven inch barrel. So pretty awesome. But and then on the end, you you've got you know what looks like a suppressor. Well, that's it is a suppressor, but we call it a shroud. Remember? But yep. Um, and then. There are all different aftermarket types of well, styles, I should say um, of different ones. Uh, we carry the Donnie FL and the Huggett, um, both super, super quiet. So you can do those upgrades for pretty cheap too. So if you bought this rifle, like you bought an MK two impact um, you could add the aftermarket Donnie FL suppressor or what? That 70 bucks.
0: Oh, okay. Not so, bad at all.
1: Yeah. So, um, They've so got those kind of options, and they do definitely make things even quieter. So
0: do they? They do. I I never took it off to try it without. I just left it because I'm like, it's it's awesome how it is. It would be a, a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. I'll take your word for that. I mean,
1: they're still quiet, but it's like a big, drastic difference.
0: So, uh, let's yeah. go back and take a look at the trigger. Is that that an upgraded option on this, or does it come with this trigger that's in it?
1: Yeah. So that's, that's the stock trigger. Um, it's fully adjustable and you can adjust like if you want it to be a two stage, you can leave two stage travel. You can adjust that length of travel. Um, and then you can also adjust, you know, the actual, uh, break. So you can adjust it to, um, anywhere from, you know, six ounces down, you know, up to, you know, whatever you really wanted, I guess. But, um, but it's all fully adjustable. It's so a length of pull, you know, length of travel on first, second stages, uh, the adjustable, you know, actual trigger pull, you know, your, your second stage break. So that's factory pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, it is. It, it, it I wouldn't have thought I, I wouldn't have known any different myself, but regarding the, the trigger, it's, it's a, feels like a custom trigger. It's just a nice crisp break. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it even if I could. With that. Again, yeah, no, that
1: out of the box they it's like, probably nicer than unless you have a custom firearm, it's gonna be was, way nicer than any trigger you'll ever see.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say It's I've,
2: as nice as any custom trigger I've felt.
0: Exactly. Same thing. Same Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh
0: power levels, the dial on the left hand side that the guys can see on the camera, but uh there's uh you have like a numer uh numerical yeah. and then uh alphabetical on one side versus, you kind of explain that deal.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is an adjustable power that that wheel you're talking about is an adjustable, that's your hammer spring tension, that, that, long story short, it's a power adjustment. You can just click it one click at a time to tune that that tension that way. Um, there's actually three external adjustments on that gun that you can do. One is that wheel you're talking about that controls the hammer spring tension. So power level, also your regulator pressure. So the operating pressure that we that the gun operates on is externally adjustable as well. And then you have on that one, which no other gun in the world has a valve return tension. So when we talk about like fast burning, slow burning powders, we can fine tune the dwell time or say the, the burst of air, the length of it or the intensity of it all tuning up of that fine tune knob so it's pretty awesome so basically
0: <laughs> so, don't when you get that fine tuned from you guys don't mess with that power with that the the, the that adjustable. is the
1: best thing you could have said yes that's i love that Yeah, uh, don't touch it i mean it's if bad. you like to tinker and do things you'll be my guest but you probably aren't as
2: good as we are. You <laughs> like buying <laughs> a Ferrari. is
1: better.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'd be like buying a Ferrari a good, and freaking yeah, yeah, like <laughs> tuning it.
0: Got it. and and yeah, yeah. once again this is a 25 caliber that you guys tuned it for the specific pellets that it's shooting.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right yep.
0: and what can you run run through the pellets real quick that I'm shooting?
1: So you are shooting the um the JSB um I think we turned it for 25-grain pellets, yeah. So 25-grain um, JSB Diablo pellets. And it, it and since it looks just like what you would think around those pellets, yep. but they come out of the Czech Republic and they are absolutely perfect pellets for the most part. I mean, they're incredible ammunition. So.
0: And we're looking at the the, the capacity is a 26-round magazine.
1: Yeah. Rotary. Yeah, so you have a giant... You have a giant magazine. That's another unique thing about that specific gun is it's got the biggest magazine in the industry. And I keep telling like I'm trying to just pump that one gun that you have because it is kind of the most awesome, unique design. But there is something that, you know, the FX makes several different uh, models along with other companies that we sell that are high-end air guns. I mean, you can kind of pick whatever – is good for you. And that's what we always say. It's like, man, well tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Are you shooting from the truck? Are you shooting from the bench? Like we can kind of guide and steer you into what products you want, but um, there's just so much to kind of brag about, about that particular model that you have. So,
0: <laughs> and you are saying, we're looking at uh, how many shots per fill on the, on this rifle. When I fill up this, this air tank on the rifle, I'm getting how many shots yeah, so with if, that?
1: Yeah. So if you fill it from max pressure down to uh, where you would be shooting below the regulator setting, of, you know, of the operating pressure, uh, you're probably going to be, you know, anywhere from 150 to, I mean, depending on the power settings, but yeah, anywhere from 130 to 150 shots per fill.
0: Okay. Now, uh, something else, guys, you know, it's tough to see. You can't see it from this angle because I have the gun turned the wrong way. But there is, it says max pressure 250 bar uh yeah yeah i when i when i go and i fill that up i don't it doesn't get to that point when i fill it it gets to just shy of it i don't know maybe 220 230 somewhere in there but when i when i was talking to you there is definitely a level that you do not want to go under when you're shooting rounds what's that level that you what's that bar pressure that you don't want to get to or, or go below when you're shooting rounds
1: yeah correct so um, yeah it, it can actually damage the, the air gun it'll damage the valve um, if you shoot it with not enough air pressure um, generally around that hundred bar but any gun that is regulated like like yours is um, you generally just don't want to shoot below whatever pressure it's regulated because then you're just operating on what pressures in the bottle instead of what it's dead set every shot's perfect um but once you get really low pressures, it can actually damage the gun so you want to you want to stay above that hundred bar
0: okay that's a safe point for, for just don't go below that yep and the, it's available yep. 177 all the way up to 35 cal in this particular rifle
1: yeah so you, that gun can be switched literally you know, it can be shot as a 177 with a little short barrel, all the way up to a 35 cal with an 800 millimeter barrel. So, what is that like a 32 inch barrel? So, it's
0: crazy. But it's 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 almost like a bullpup style. The the barrel comes back into the stock, pretty yeah.
1: It, it it yeah it is in fact a bullpup. So,
0: so yeah, you're you're um, yeah,
1: where the action is behind the trigger group, so you, you're able to have a long long barrel and still have
0: a short gun. Exactly. That's what's really that's what's really nice about it. Really nice, and uh. Yeah. I, so if guys go to your what what guys can do, what I did was I went to your website. Uh, is it? It's UtahAirguns.com. Correct. Yeah. And you can go to a rifle builder. You can go to pick out what rifle you want, and you can put all deck it out with all these options, and it will come straight from you guys as they ordered it.
1: Correct. Yep. Yeah. So. You know, if you want to pick colors, accessories, uh, calibers, length, I mean, it will change scopes, rings, accessories, anything you want. You can literally custom build out your own gun so you can see what it's going to look like when it's done and the price it's going to be. And you just click it and the rest is awesome. It shows up to your door in in that same configuration.
0: Well, so, I... Pretty fun it sounds like it, man. I, my, my camera's blinking at me right now. I, I think that <laughs> we, we've got 130, 138 minutes on the, oh, on the pod. Wow. That's, that's that's a lot of dude. And it's solid info. That's what we, that's what we like. So yeah. I can go back and, yeah. and basically I, I can go back and listen to all this and use it for the review so that I, I'm not, talking about something, that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. You know, that's, that's what I want to inform <laughs> yeah. guys. I don't, I don't, that's how we gain info from guys like you that are subject matter experts in the field doing what you do. And that's awesome. Yeah. Man. We appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, Hey, one no, thing, one, dude, one thing real quick, super fast, the power plenum, what I, that's on the bottom of the stock. And then there's a separate, uh, gauge underneath. What is that? Explain it to guys real quick. That option.
1: Okay, so on that specific model that is power plenum is, is is actually a change they made to to your rifle this year uh, first of this year what they did is that the plenum is basically that's your staged air that's so it's passed through the regulator it's sitting there waiting to be fired out the barrel so bigger bigger plenum means more power um, but they also changed the valve system in it that's what made it so unique because it is crazy powerful but crazy efficient so most I mean most other air guns to be honest're um, gonna get a half of that shot count for that same power um, which is still a lot in in most standards so but that's what that is I don't I don't really agree that they needed to put hey we put a power plenum because people go well what is that <laughs> because it was just an improvement they made to the gun I don't think they need to show it off. It's like a a Mustang GT with new, I I don't know. I got you. I got you.
0: (laughs) Well, the thing that got me on it was when we were shooting, my kid was shooting a group and he's like, hey, I think something's wrong because I can hear some air leaking. And I'm like, oh no. (laughs) Well, you explained it to me. It's it's going into that power plenum is kind of like a reservoir in a way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Kind of sounds like a a smoker just took a deep breath next
0: to you. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And that's all yeah. it was. So if, if somebody gets that, you know, and they're like, Hey, something's wrong. There's nothing wrong. That's just, that's just the standard. Just, filling up.
1: Yep. Gotcha. Filling up the just regenerating the air in that plenum. So it's not loud either. It's, it's No, a subtle, you know, no, you, you, you would not right by you'd never hear it. But.
0: Exactly. You would never <laughs> hear it. It wouldn't scare anything off. It's not loud at all. You just, it's something that a guy can kind of barely barely notice, but well,
1: yeah. everybody asked me that.
0: It, i think i i think we covered everything man on this rifle i'd love to do it again with you guys maybe covering something a little bit different too but uh i, I want to get a review done it's good like i said it's gonna this rifle deserves every bit of justice i can give it i just want to make sure and get the footage to give it justice i i gotta i gotta yeah. do my part i, I got I, it's so easy to hammer birds it's to just go kill 100 freaking birds man and just record them all just smash <laughs> them and then put something pretty cool together yeah. with it but uh Until then, you know, I can break her down and and do something pretty cool for you guys, hopefully. But regarding the information side of things, uh, I think this is where it goes. Uh, We'll have this up on YouTube and then uh, on the Anchor platform right away, probably tomorrow, for guys to listen to. And if you guys have any questions, get a hold of Justin or Austin at Utah Air Gunners, Utah, Utah Air Guns. And go to the website. Yep. You guys can build your own rifle. Go ahead. Tell us anything, you guys, any information about your company that you guys contact info, your Instagram page, hammered out real quick.
1: Yeah. Yeah, of course. So you can, you can check us out online, utahairguns.com. Um, on our YouTube channel, Utah Airguns. Uh, Instagram is Utah underscore Airguns. And then uh, on Facebook is Utah Airguns. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, um, they, we, there's always somebody here to answer the phones. Uh, you talk to the experts, you know, actually in person, which is cool. And um, so you can call us, check us up, hit us up with emails, whatever you'd like. Um, email is just uh, sales at Well, I'll,
0: I'll vouch for you, man, with what we do. I like the high-end stuff, and this flows right in line with it. This gun is insanely precise. That's how I would use it. It's a tool for a specific job and <laughs> there's a lot of different jobs that you can use it for. That's for damn sure. I, I, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's definitely yeah. one of my, I would have never thought, fellas, I would have never thought. It's one of the funnest things that I've done for a long time and, and, uh, and <laughs> <Yeah>. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you guys having some interest in, 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 in working with us on, on something like this. It's pretty cool. I'd like to oh, do more. Of course, man. Yeah.
1: yeah no, it's it's our pleasure too. I mean we you know we we watch you guys content and see what you do, and we're like, "damn, <laughs> experts in their field." You know, and yeah, so, well, you know, we're 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 equally blown away and we're just as glad to be working together cuz you know that's we love networking with good people, just good dudes and uh you know it's a, it's a great thing.
0: So Well, I we appre- appreciate
1: you too. Likewise.
0: Yeah. <laughs> likewise, fellas. I appreciate it. Yeah. You guys are the guys that we like to align ourselves with. So you guys take care out there, and uh, and we'll be in touch.
1: Awesome! Thanks, guys. Appreciate it for having us on. on yeah, bro. we appreciate it.
0: Yep, yep. You guys take care. We'll we'll talk to you later.
2: Talk to All you guys. Have a good night.
0: Bye. Yep. Yep. You too. That was pretty cool.
2: Hopefully, hopefully, it is a good night with the election bullshit going on. Yeah.
0: 145 minutes that's cool man that that's a pretty cool deal but i'll be doing a review on that and uh he can do a lot of a lot of a lot of different stuff with that gun a lot of different stuff so
2: well if you can shoot freaking eurasian doves and cape buffalo with it
0: that's a pretty wide variety of game animals so anyway hope you guys enjoyed it hope you guys uh Got a lot of information, a little bit different, a little bit uh, out of our realm, if you will, in a way. But at the same time, it's right up our alley. Custom, precision, piece of equipment, a tool for a specific application. That's what we're all about. That's what we like to do. So get guys that are subject matter experts that know more about uh, stuff like this than we do so we can grasp information and pass it on to you guys. Jeez, that camera's still hammering. All right, guys. Until next time, One Elops, and we are out.